You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Don't believe you fight enough. Do you practice? Are you gonna see it through? Out of touch, so cut undone. Don't give up, don't give up. Amelia Ruby here with Sarah in the Chirp Studios, and we have Chris and Steve from Sunset, that's S-N-S-T, Sunset, here with us today. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're happy to have you. Um, So let's start by talking about your name. Where did Sunset come from, and why did you drop those vowels? (laughs) Why did you drop the vowels? I drop vowels all the time. All the time, on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so we, we were going to, it was going to be a new uh, record for a band we used to play together in, and we decided we wanted to start fresh. So mm-hmm. we said, hey, let's start, let's let's rename the band, and we were kind of going back and forth on names, and I was trying to pull stuff out of my, you know, like, head, and Steve was trying to think of stuff, and, and um, Sunset just seemed right, seemed sounded right for us, for what we were doing, and we wanted to be like, yeah, this is our new thing, we're not going to go back and do, like, old songs from our old band so let's let's rename it as sunset so we did but at the same time like obviously we're not going to get like twitter like sunset or like instagram sunset like mm-hmm. that's already that's literally that's been gone years for ago. years yeah. yeah um and you're not going to get the sunset.com that's not going to happen so so we ended up um doing snst music so every everywhere on social you can find us at at snst music yeah, we started promoting the record, promoting stuff. Billboard did a thing. Some other places did some stuff. And it was like, great, this is going well. And then, and then we did a nasty gram. Yeah, we get a nasty gram from a, from a nasty group in, uh, in Los Angeles um, called, called Sunset. Sunset. Um, who said, we have a trademark on this name. And, and they trademarked it, what, two months? Yeah, after? two months after we'd already, like, well, a lo- even longer than that, yeah. after we'd already been promoting the band as Sunset. Mm-hmm. So they trademarked the name and had the trademark. And they're like, yo... It'd be in, in, he sent it to our publicist and said, it would be in your, in your best? band's best interest if they change their name. And my lawyer is copied here. And it's like, you know what? I don't even want to be associated with you guys. We will mm-hmm. totally change our name because we had at that point had already been billed a couple of times as just SNST. Mm-hmm. So long story short, we're like, F it. Let's just do SNST. <laughs> everything is, everything is already SNST music. So, so we went ahead and trademarked that instead. Yeah, because they trademarked the other one, yeah. so we had to, we thought we had to. So I want to go back a little bit to the very beginning of that story and talk about how in back in that looks like 2015, you guys launched a Kickstarter for your previous band for the Firebird Band project to mm-hmm. do a new album, and then kind of shifted gears for the reasons you talked about, like because you want, didn't want to play your old music, you want to do something different. How did your fans respond to that? Was there any pushback? Did they have they really embraced Sunset as a new project? What have you kind of heard from your audiences? Um, uh, I don't know. Very little. Very little. Yeah, it yeah. just it just transitioned and it, that it just happened. Yeah, I think I think in the beginning people were just like, "What Confused? do you What do you mean?" Maybe you some know? confusion, um, right? Yeah, maybe a little confusion, but yeah. nobody was like, oh, What's going "I really on with wanted this? to hear this or whatever." Or mm-hmm. really, the real reason though was that we had you know we had taken a long hiatus from the Firebird Band. We really wanted to take a fresh look, you know, fresh mm-hmm. approach, and. The Firebird Band had been my thing for so long mm-hmm. that 
it was kind of me and whoever I was playing with at the time. And Steve kind of joined up like in 2005. And so we decided we wanted to really just be like, no, this is us. This is not like what I've been doing for so long with now, now with Steve for however, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to take it like this is us writing music together. So we kind of wanted to take that and not have to sort of revisit sort of any of the past. We just wanted to lay everything to rest and start fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got it. Maybe we've got it. Money is not the like oh I wanted to be able to write like this like, I really like this kind of stuff this is my influences and I think as I've gotten you know done this for a long time for me I've started to sort of become comfortable with what my influences are like I think mm-hmm. I thought at 18 this is the cool way to be and so I'm gonna play like this because mm-hmm. this is cool because you're still searching for yourself and you're trying to like prove to everyone that you're this important yeah. person <laughs> and honestly I really don't care if someone thinks that what I'm doing is this or that. I mean, mm-hmm. I certainly want people to like it. Yeah, I want, yeah, you want people yeah. to like the music. Yeah, but it, but at the same point, I'm not worried about who I am because I know who I am. Yeah, you know, when I was 18, I was just trying to do the loudest, noisiest Chicago Style. underground, right, right. you know, right. kind of stuff. And now I just now you're like, want to write. I like the police. I just, yeah, right? I just want to <laughs> write. I just yeah. want to do pop music and I want people to like it. Yeah. Of all, you know, across the whole spectrum where we just want to play music that's fun for us to write also like i, I don't find anything wrong with pop music or accessible mm-hmm. music you know i think that at some times in in my past i'm like let's do this part because it's gonna mess with people right mm-hmm. i don't i'm not like I'll, i might throw a cool thing in to mess with people but i'm trying to mess with people in a way that makes sense right mm-hmm. you know like oh this fits and it's like I can't believe that cool thing is happening right now. Not mm-hmm. that thing's happening, and you did that, right? <laughs> There's a di- that's a different art, right? Like, oh yeah. look, you painted seven dots on the wall versus oh look how you incorporated those seven dots into this amazing thing. So let's talk a little bit, I guess, more directly about your new album, Turn Out the Lights, that came out on Rhyme and Reason in November. Um, tell me. Just thinking about what you were just saying is I hear on that album a lot of kind of the themes of some of the music I've heard from both of you before, but then there seem to be these kind of standout tracks for me that take on a more political tone, particularly something like National Monument. So you talk a little bit about why, how that came into the fold for you all. So I've become more political as I've gotten older for whatever reason. Um, Well, because of George W. Bush, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it started for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't care before that, and I wish I, I, wish I did. Yeah. And um, I was always apolitical. You know, I was like, oh, I don't care. You know, and I hear people say it now, and I'm like, you can't not care. Yeah. You have to care. Yeah. Because that's the reason why we're in this situation right now. Yeah. Um, so with National Monument, like, it's, it's literally just one little tiny piece and it's actually a little bit interesting because of what Trump is doing with national monuments right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it was a, like a little ha- had a little bit of this precognition of what was going to what was to come. Yeah. But part of the reason was I was just so frustrated with the. It was in 2015. And I was very frustrated when I was writing those lyrics. Very frustrated with like the political landscape and 
what was starting to happen, which was this whole Trump thing and these mm-hmm. people just saying, oh, racism's cool. Oh, it's cool to give all my money to corporations. Oh, Citizens United like allows corporations yeah. to give whatever they want. Like our like our elections and, and, and our lives are controlled. I mean, they, they have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the, the chorus of that song is just listen to the television, just listen to the radio, don't shake the house. A, a thinly veiled reference to propaganda being coming, coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also... A, you know, you can take don't shake the houses, don't rock the boat, or you can talk about it with the House of Representatives. You can take it a lot of different ways. So we'd kind of mess around. We'd sit there, the three of us in a room, and one of us would start humming something. That's it. So I would would hum it over the, um, like, into the the track, and he would print it. I'd be like, okay, these are the two songs we're doing tomorrow. Come back with the lyrics. Go write the words. Come back with the lyrics tomorrow. So that's what happened, yeah. So it was a very sort of now. Stressful. Creative, stressful. But that helps, like, I think it's stressful for you to have that. For me, I need to get out of where I am Mm -hmm. and... Part of going to the studio to do the record was to finish the record. So I can't, I have a pro. we tried to finish it actually at my place and it was, wasn't working. So we're like, well, we're going to go here and do this and then we're going to watch the Kickstarter. And we don't have a choice. And then I don't have a choice. Here's the deadline. Mm -hmm. So for me, I need deadlines and I need to be able to inhabit a certain space, an artistic freedom, if you will, that's like not, I, I literally have to close off everything and just think. You know yeah so has it always been that way like when you were growing up playing music or has that kind of come as you've like mm, you I have th- a family and all these things during the process of this record uh writing the record and being a person i quit drinking about five months before i went and did the vocals on this and uh also was finally like diagnosed with ADD or whatever and like that's mm-hmm. just great i'm like 40 years old at this or 39 at the time i think and I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? So we like, I realized that there's a lot of stuff that's happened in the past where I couldn't finish things because I couldn't, literally just couldn't make myself finish things. And it's a like literally night and day. I didn't know that there was a life that was like, you could like concentrate, get, do things done, get things done during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't forget the words for things like door, you know, like Great. long story. Yeah. That's a good story, though. I think that, like, yeah, people think that ADD is for kids. So thank you so much for coming in. It's been great to chat with you guys about your music today. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, that's it. We're very creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the short story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could find this and other interviews at tripradio.org/podcasts. Trip Radio. Hear what's next.